Baines Plus One. You're listening to Baines Plus One with me, Samantha Baines, the show where each week I have one notable guest and delve into their lives like a demon delving into a human host. The show is originally recorded on Hoxton Radio and this week I had brilliant actor Lewis Reeves. We talk about Lee Nelson's Well Funny People for the BBC, which is where we met. Talk about his role in Crazy Head and the FIFA game as well. Enjoy. It's time for Baines Plus One with Samantha Baines on Hoxton Radio. It's... Baines plus one with me, Samantha Baines. He's here, actor Lewis Reeves. Hello. There he is. <laughs> Sultry tones. Thanks very much. I went a bit deeper there. You did. I liked Trying it. To sexy. A bit Barry White. Yeah, thanks. Is it because I posted a picture of your naked bottom? Mm, and I'm trying to live up to. <laughs> if that is a sexy picture, I'm not quite sure. I think it's quite a sexy picture, but I feel like in the picture you have quite a high pitched voice. Yes. That's what I'd well, that's what it was going you. for. Was it? So well done for picking up Thank on that. Thank you. Well Excellent Dama, bottom characterisation there. <laughs> yeah. um, thanks for coming on the show. Thanks for having me. How, how have you been? What have you been up to this week? Uh, well, I started my Christmas shopping, which I think good. is pretty, pretty good, right? I mean, it's quite late. I've done most of mine. Oh, have you? Just saying. Well, for me, this is, this is pretty good. I've done quite well to start now. What's the date? The well, 8th of December. If you're listening on the podcast, it's not. But we're recording on the 8th of December. So, so that is good. quite good. That is, that's really good. I, I mean, even wrapped. Well, I didn't whoa. wrap. Did you get it wrapped in the shop? Well, it wasn't in the shop, but they had like a little warehouse, a couple of shops down from the shop. This sounds mysterious. Um, <laughs> and there were three girls in there and it was just a... <laughs> it's getting weird now. <laughs> okay. it, it really was quite weird. <laughs> um, uh, and they sort of... As they saw me, I was sort of like peeking around for the shops, trying to get ideas, whatever, get a bit of Christmas inspiration. And they just started like beckoning me in. They were obviously quite <laughs> bored. And I was like, oh my God, this is quite scary. But I thought, never in my life of three women beckoned me in. Okay. So I thought, I'm going to go with this. I'm going to do it. And I went in. They were like, hey, we're going to wrap your presents today. Like, oh. Have you been shopping in the shopping centre? And I was like, I have. And they wrapped him like amazingly. Really well. Like, really, really Do you think well. they were like, oh, look, it's that guy from Crazy Head. Should we wrap his present? Possibly. Or like... The, <laughs> As a way of yeah, becoming the, his friend. Yeah, actually, like, pickpocketed me at the same yeah. time. It was, like, a really good ploy. Um, so just for free? Totally for free. They wrap... Why? Yeah, it was down at the... Have you seen that Hackney... Why is this kindness happening? Yeah, I don't know. I think it was, it was down at that Hackney Wharf place. Have you seen that place? Hackney Wharf, yeah. No, no, Hackney Walk, sorry. Oh. It's down there, there's a big Nike store and all that okay. around there. Uh, and they, I think they just employed them and they th- that's what they do. They're like little Lovely. fairies and they just wrap little things fairies. up. Little wrapping fairies. I thought, I thought it was a bit of a ploy or like like it was going to be a bit of a con. I quite enjoy wrapping though. Do you? I, I hate it. Oh, I love it. Oh, I can't stand it. Put me in front of the TV, sit on the floor. Really? Surrounded by wrapping paper and ribbons and scissors and never find the sellotape. I use tinfoil and newspaper. Wow. <laughs> and I just get like a big gaffer tape and just... Because you're going to rip it horrific. open anyway. But yeah, but it has to look nice. It sits under the tree for like three weeks. You've got to... Yeah. It's got to look exciting. It's Come kind on. of exciting. Well, tinfoil's like glittery. That's kind no, of it Christmas, isn't. <laughs> isn't it, right? <laughs> tinfoil is what you use to steam things, not wrap yeah. things. But the good thing with tinfoil is you don't have to... Um, 
use sellotape yeah. you just sort of scrunch it and then... I always use the sellotape I had to order three rolls of sellotape on Amazon Prime now that's really organised <laughs> and wait for it to that's arrive very organised so that I could continue wrapping <laughs> <coughs> that's how much I love it well so, so what else have you been up to other than uh, Christmas shopping well I'm on a bit of a, a break now but I've finished I've had quite a, quite an exciting year yeah uh, so we did Crazy Head which was for Netflix and uh, E4 uh, did uh, a show called Unforgotten. Is it on Netflix as well? Well, it's going to... It's just been on Channel 4 here, well, E4. Uh, all six episodes are out on uh, the Ford On Demand right now. Watch them. Uh, yeah, catch up. Uh, quick plug. Um, and it's going out to the USA and like, 32 other countries on the 16th of December. Via Netflix. Via Netflix. And cool. then I think... Somewhere down the line, it goes all onto Netflix, so you can get it here on Netflix as well. So if people don't know Crazy Head, they've never heard of it, this phenomenon which everyone's very excited about, tell us a little bit about it. Um, Well, it's... Okay, so... hmm, Okay, plug. Um, (laughs) You're allowed to plug it, because I've heard it's good. Okay, cool, If I'd heard it wasn't good, I'd be like, get out. Goodbye, (laughs) goodbye. Picture of bum and bye. Yeah. Um... It's uh, there's you're a only sequ- here for the bum, really. <laughs> <laughs> this Sorry. Is what, yeah, this is, I'm finding this out. <laughs> um, uh, so it's like this secret world of demons, uh, and uh, the way they sort of survive is they secretly embody humans on Earth, uh, and there's uh, only a select few people that can see the demons for who they are when they can uh, sort of show themselves in the people. In the people. Okay. So it's quite scary. They come to sort of like, you know... They sort Out of, of your face. Yeah. yeah, oh yeah. My. Uh, uh, and the actress that can see him is a girl called Cara Theobald, who sort of did Downton Abbey. And we also did Harry Price Ghost Hunter together, so that was quite nice. Lovely. Uh, and uh, another uh, actress who plays the lead in it is a girl called Susan McComa. Uh, and she plays this sort of half-demon kick-butt, sort of like demon slayer. Oh my god, like Buffy. It's very much like Buffy, and there's been many parallels. um, Well, are you Angel? Omg, are you Angel? No, who am I? There's another guy that everyone's been comparing me to. Spike. Yes. With the blonde hair. Possibly. I mean, if you've never seen Buffy the Vampire Slayer, you will not know what we're talking about right now. No, but you should also go home and watch it. (laughs) Okay. Spike. Maybe maybe it's Spike. Or or are you like? Are you like her guide in the world? No, I'm like her kind of idiot best friend who sort of like gets dragged along. Xander. Maybe that's the one. Everyone's getting involved in the Hoxton Radio Studio. Xander. So yeah, that's Xander. Yeah, the lovable fool. No one wants to date him, but he's so sweet. I wonder why I get. Is that is that your role? That's me. Oh, that's no, but Xander's like long term. Like if you were looking for a boyfriend. Yeah. Maybe someone to marry. I've heard this. You go Xander. Oh, only if we'd met eight years later. <laughs> it, this could maybe work. Yeah. Angel is more like... He's oh, sexy. Yeah. yeah. And Spike is more like if you'd had a few drinks and you wanted to go in a different direction <laughs> on a one-off. Right. So I think Xander's the, a good one to be. Yeah. I'm, I'm safe and steady. <laughs> but he's a bit of an idiot and I sort of think he sort of grows and you grow to sort of 
love him and he becomes more dependent. But he sort of grows up throughout the show, so it was really fun to play him in that sort of sense. Because, you, I mean, we met doing Lee Nelson's Well Funny People mm-hmm. on BBC Comedy quite mm. a few, like four and a half years really, ago. Now. We were trying to work this out earlier, weren't we? We're going to say four and a half. Very long time Because it doesn't sound now. as bad as yeah. maybe five. Let's go for that. So, um, but you played a bit of a lovable idiot best friend in that as well. There's a pattern for me. Is this... Is this a pattern for there's, you? There, there's, there's literally no character. It's just me. <laughs> I just I can I can draw on this because I'm it's, I'm very comfortable in this world. Because you're a lovable best friend. Who's your best friend in real life? Uh, oh, here we go. Put on the spot. Uh, I would. You have can to, say you have who, a few. Who's my? Uh, yeah, we've got a gang. Okay. Oh, we've got little a gang, boy gang. Little boy gang. Okay. Um, but I'll have to say, as I'm an unemployed actor at the moment, hanging out with my girlfriend. Pretty much seven days a week. I'd have to say my girlfriend. Oh my Charlotte. god, are you going to say that your yeah, girlfriend is your I'd best friend? Yeah, give her a friend. big shout out. Yeah, I mean, I want to puke on you, but also that's really cute. Yeah, she made me breakfast this morning, and she's probably listening now. So big shout so out. So you to, have to. You yeah, have to. big shout out to Jeff. Call her Jeff. <laughs> Hi Jeff. Hey Jeff. Where's my breakfast? Yeah, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> um, okay, well we've got so much to talk about. We've yeah. also got a quick fire round to do. Have you ever been in a quick fire situation previously? I'm pretty slow thinking, so I'm quite worried about this. Okay, well what I'll say you've got a bit of Donna Summer to prepare yourself, Fantastic. and then I'm gonna. <laughs> I mean, she's not here. She, oh. we're just. I'm just gonna play the song, oh, but right. <laughs> but then I'm gonna do intense eyes at you, and it's gonna be properly quick fire. So get ready. <sighs> Okay, I'm ready. <gasps> Keep it Hoxton Radio. Hoxton Radio. Baines plus one. You're listening to Baines plus one with me, Samantha Baines, and... Oh, hello, Lewis Reeves. Sorry. <laughs> I was pointing at you, you look at your phone. I was on Twitter, sorry. <laughs> I'm tweeting pictures of his bum still. Now, before we go any further, before we have the quick fire round, you have to tell me what you just told me about this. So what was the play where you had a photo of you with your naked bum on okay. the poster? So I did uh, a play uh, which was a revival of Kevin Elliott's uh, My Night with Reg. We did that at the Dunmar maybe like two years ago now, a year and a half ago. Um, and your bum was banned on the tube? Yeah, when we went to the Apollo. Um, so, basically, <laughs> one of the posters... There was many posters for the show, but one of the posters was quite a saucy one, like, hey, come see, there's a naked guy in the show. Yeah. Uh, uh, and me, being the desperate actor that I am, they said, do you want to do uh, a naked uh, sort of shoot? Did you suggest? No, I didn't. No, they, okay. said, they, they asked politely, and I went... Yeah, okay. Sure, I'll do it. Uh, and then my bum was was everywhere on the tube. And it, but why was it banned? Because people were like, "That's too much flesh." Yeah, people didn't like for my rush bum. hour. I don't think people like my bum. Um, well, that, that's disgusting. It's, no, it's a lovely bum. Okay, that, that's but what I, I can imagine for. that you know, if you're on your way to work of a morning, it's maybe not something you'd expect to see. Yeah, no one. Someone's armpit turn a, a bum. No one wants to wake up. I'm thinking of like a crack of the, at the dawn sort of gag, but I don't think it's going to work. <laughs> it yeah, works. I can understand people not wanting to see it. So I think they did a, a different one. I think I'm holding like a... Um, yeah, they, a they elongated Stardust. the book. Yeah, that's it. Uh, oh, no, it's a... Um, is it a Ziggy Stardust album? I think I've got um, in my... Something. Hand. Yeah, so they... I wasn't really looking at that bit, so... <laughs> <laughs> so the, the, your bum was banned on the tube and it had its own hashtag. Yeah, bumgate. 
which was uh, <laughs> which I didn't know about actually. My mum, who's on Twitter, found that. Oh wow! My mum, who's sort of like you know, she's like my biggest fan. She must uh, have been. And then was like, Googling. Oh, oh my god, uh. Bumgate. Yeah, Bumgate. She's like, ah, you're trending. You're I trending. Mean, that sounds like something very different. Sounds very different. You might it? buy it at certain sort of shops. <laughs> Bumgate. Um, but actually, it was just your bottom of the tube. Yeah. Lewis, you're looking at me like, I can't believe that this is where the conversation's going straight I, away. Yeah, but well, I'm not surprised. <laughs> Whatever you tell me off air, I, I will say on air. So okay. just to already. <laughs> okay. I'm in trouble. <laughs> oh, Bumgate. I'm, I'm going to tweet with that hashtag because that's Fantastic. wonderful. Get it out. Get it trending again. Get it trending again. Why not? Bumgate. If you want to join in, please do. Um, I was going to say tweet us a photo of your bum, but please don't do that. Mm. I don't want no, that. No, let's, let's go a different direction. No, but if you, you know, just send me a winky face with hashtag bumgate. Nice. <laughs> and it'll be like an inside joke that people who haven't listened yeah. to the show the peach. just yeah. won't get. Oh, yeah, the, the little peach looks, looks like a bum. Winky face one. peach. Yeah, that's my favourite. bumgate. Okay, now you've you've been trying to distract me with mm. hashtag bumgate, but it is time for the quick fire round, Lewis Reeves. <sighs> Are, are you ready? Uh, yeah. Okay. okay. You've got to answer it quickly. I'm going to give you two options. You've got to pick one. Okay. okay. Here we go. Mm-hmm. Lewis Reeves, it's your quick fire round. Tea or coffee? Tea. Facebook or Twitter? Twitter. Cats or dogs? Dogs. Theatre or TV? Theatre. Early bird or night owl? Night owl. Doncaster or London? Donny. <laughs> Car or train? Train. Ant or deck? Deck. Pen or pencil? Pen. Chocolate or crisps? Oh, chocolate. <laughs> half empty or half full? Half uh, full. TV or radio? Radio. Good answer. Ketchup in the cupboard or in the fridge? In the fridge. Adventurous or cautious? Cautious. Jaffa cakes, are they cakes or biscuits? Cakes. <laughs> you passed. <laughs> you were so annoyed with me when I asked you <laughs> if Jaffa cakes are cakes or biscuits. Yeah, you I don't know what... like, cakes? Why would you ask that? Do you think they're cakes? I don't even know. They're biscuit shape. You just said one. Yeah, it's just, I'm just sweating so much. <laughs> you did very well. Thanks. To begin with, you were really on it and then yeah. you sort of lost your way. Why is it so hard to choose between chocolate and crisps for you? They're just so good. Okay. They, they, they actually work together, which is quite wow. disgusting. I know. But, In uh, bread? In or anything. just together. Or just together, like a little crisp chocolate sandwich. <laughs> Lovely. Why not put it together? And is this something that's come been handed down to you as a recipe from your family in Doncaster? Or? No, it's my own filthy findings. <laughs> like that. Well, which one do I eat first? It's like, well, I could eat them both together. And is Donny the nickname for yeah, Doncaster? Yeah, Sonny Donny. Sonny Donny. Sonny Donny. Is that, is that where the Donna kebab was invented? No, Donny. but why not? By sure. a woman named Donna <laughs> from you know, Donny. I was, uh, when we were filming Crazy Head, it was in Bristol, and uh, there's a kebab van there that is called Jason Dono Van. That's good. Isn't that amazing? That is strong. I just, I think about that place. I didn't even want a kebab, but when I was walking past it, I was like, yes, I will buy a kebab. I love good name. Like, there's a place I in... with a pun. Where is it? It's near Angel Station. It's a hairdresser's called Barber Streisand. So, so much good. time for that. So good. Because they've thought about it. I mean, you'd go there yeah. based on the name. Yeah, 100%. Well done, those people. Um, I've got a couple more questions for you that we ask everyone, but you've got a bit more time. 
Cool. Please. So what's the one thing you couldn't live without? Is it a crisp chocolate sandwich? <laughs> it's rather disgusting, isn't it? The one thing that I couldn't live without... Oh, I want to say something really boring, like my running trainers. Well, that's No, that's no Is one that... said that, but I thought you were going to say, like, air. Oh. That's what people well, said Well, you literally before. can't live yeah, without I that. Yeah, I mean, cause... but that's not No, I'd have I meant. to say, yeah. You're running tra- Are you a big runner? No, not really. I, I'm quite sporty. And as You're I'm wearing so- a sporty jacket right now. Obviously. Um, uh, so, and I get I get injured so, so easily. Like oh. Knees and ankles and like... I have a weak ankle. Yeah, I think I just, I pulled my back the other day, ringing out like a flannel. Like I just felt something go, ah, I was like, oh, that was too much. So I need... You, well... Yeah, I'm getting off. Ringing out a flannel, not even something larger. Well, it was quite aggressive and I was really draining it because it sort of like was cleaned up and everything. I don't want to leave a mess. Um... And just, and just, a, just a little twinge in my back went. I was like, huh, and I had to sit down for about half an hour. That's awful. That is awful. Isn't it? So I, I can't. I'm going to totally use that excuse when I'm cleaning the house with my yeah. husband. Oh yeah. Oh, I just pulled my back when I wrung out that dishcloth. <laughs> it's pathetic, isn't it? So you can't underestimate a good pair of running shoes. Okay. But that you don't actually use for running. No, but like the gym or insanity, I quite like. Do What's you know, that? like a high intense workout class who um, runs it some insane people oh they just shower you by the... jay brown because oh, we had him on the show he does like a really intense like boxing workout class that's like really well known yeah they're all in these London. they're quite like fashionable at the moment yeah. aren't they like all these like interval training insanity sort of yeah and it is insane there's no stopping it's like i don't know why and... anyone would be like oh a class called insanity um, Sign me up right now. Well, the only reason I got into it was because <laughs> I had to do a job where I got naked on stage. Oh. And I was like... Oh, oh, is fu- this the same one we've been talking about? Yeah, exactly. Okay. So I was like, oh, well, I'm fine with my body. That's absolutely fine. And then it dawned on me. I was like, actually, maybe I need to stop drinking beer and do a little bit of exercise. And do a little bit of insanity. Do a little bit of insanity. Wow. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, we've got lots more to talk about. All your other TV shows and this this FIFA villain that you play that you get lots of abuse over, clearly. Um, Don't forget, if you've got any questions, we've got a few already. Do tweet me at Samantha Baines, B-A-I-N-E-S. You're listening to Baines Plus One with Samantha Baines on Hoxton Radio. Oh, Lewis Reeves is here. Hello. (laughs) We were just dancing to my jingle, weren't we? I like it. Strong. I was doing like a grab the power and pull it down. I thought that was a move towards the mic, please, oh, Lewis. Because no. you keep leaning back. I was grabbing annoying. the power and pulling it down oh, okay. to bring into myself to like then a, do yeah. radio. Nice. Nice. <laughs> I'm sorry that my dance moves weren't clear in that situation. Yeah, make them clearer. Okay, I'm sorry. Um Lewis Reeves, it is now time for your interview proper. Okay. So we've got we've got a question for you from mm-hmm. the Twitter sphere. Right. This is from Sick Guy. Okay. Great name. Has it been filtered? <laughs> yeah. It sounds like a, it's name, not rude. a Twitter name that I know. needs to be filtered. I was worried, but it's fine. Okay. Um, Sick Guy says, mm. why did you betray Alex? 
Oh, this is, so this is a FIFA-related question. <laughs> well, I, I didn't betray Alex. I'm just a puppet. Okay, I don't can have we, any control. Can but, we explain the situ? Yeah, okay. So what's this FIFA thing so that you did? Uh, FIFA is in the computer game. Yeah. Uh, they've done a new mode uh, this time, like a career mode, where uh, you play as a character called Alex Hunter. Uh, and you go to football trials and from the back of that you sign with the club and then how you play the game dictates how your career goes as a footballer. Mm. Uh, and Alex's uh, best mate is a guy called Gareth Walker, which is the character that I play. And we did motion capture for this, um, which is really cool. I felt like, so like Andy Circus in Lord of the Rings. In like playing Gollum, Gollum yeah. yeah. Uh, so it was really cool. So I got to fly out to Vancouver and do it at EA Sports. So it was like a total boys... Dream. And I've been playing FIFA since like I was 12 with my brothers. With your trainers that you can't live without. Absolutely. Mm. Uh, safety first. <laughs> uh, so it was, it was absolutely mental. But uh, going back to that uh, question. Why did you betray Alex? Ga- Gareth, I think, is uh, just an insecure kid. And they have loads of success like really early on. Yeah. Uh, in the game, depending on how it goes. Uh, and I think he just goes to his head, man, and... I'm really sorry. What's sick? What's, what's his name? Sick guy. Sick guy. Dude, I'm sorry. I didn't mean it. You know, who knows? Somewhere down the line, we could be friends again. <laughs> I'm sorry for everything that happened. Um, wow. But let's leave it on the pitch. I hope <laughs> I hope he accepts your apology. I don't think people will. It was a beautiful one. I don't think people will. So you've, you've got quite a lot of stick from this game, mm-hmm. haven't you? Yeah, it's been quite... But like good stick. Like, not like Bumgate. <laughs> no, no, but it's, it's, it's kind of like, as an actor, like, you kind of want to be either side of the spectrum. Yeah. If you're playing big characters, you either want to be loved or, like, hated. And in Crazy Head, you're, you're Zander. You're the exactly. lovable best friend. So, yeah, and he, yeah sort of, so I'm ticking that box. Just showing your versatility. Ticking the bum box. <laughs> uh, stay away from bum, stay away from the bum. Yeah, OK. Um, and uh, also, you know, ticking the bad guy box. But uh, as I was sort of saying to you earlier, there's a brilliant... Uh, whoever made it, you're a genius, was a great picture. Uh, and it said, the world's most deadliest snakes. And uh, everyone kept... What trended was Gareth Walker as a snake. Great. Uh, for what he does in this game. Uh, and there was a picture of uh, three uh, deadly snakes in the world. Mm-hmm. And then the fourth picture was a picture of just my face. <laughs> and this got picked up by, like... <laughs> Everyone like lad Bible, sport Bible, all those sort of things. And I went love around. that. So that's imaginative sort of abuse. <laughs> I, I, I appreciate and that. And picture-based abuse. Love is it. Sometimes some of the best. Exactly. <laughs> Easy for me to understand. I mean, I feel like we need to find this snake photo. Right. Okay. Producer Kieran, maybe can we try and Google the snake photo, find it, so we can retweet it. Um. So obviously you've done a lot. Not only the FIFA, you've done Crazy mm-hmm. Head, you've done loads of films and TV as well. How did you get into acting? How did it all start for you? Um. Well, quite sort of late on. I, I sort of wanted to be a uh, a dancer actually at first. Okay. Um. But I think it all sort of stemmed from I, I just loved showing off. Great. Like making mum laugh. Do you know what I mean? That was the sort of thing. And we, my, all my mum ever wanted was a little girl. And Aww. she got three boys. Wow. And like these boys Disappointment needed... Disappointment tripled. Exactly. They needed a lot of attention. Like, mum, look at me. Look at me. 
Um, Although saying that, me and my sister, when we were younger, I used to make my sister do a show for my parents and their friends when they came around to do dinner parties. And it was the Bendy Sisters, where we'd just stretch. (laughs) (laughs) So girls can be just as bad as boys. Well, we had a similar one, actually. Okay. Um, What uh, what was yours called? No, no, it wasn't at all. The Bendy Brothers. The Bendy Brothers is a lot better. better. Yeah. That is cool. You can take that. You can use it for Christmas. Yeah, spandex matching outfits. Okay, we didn't go that far. Okay, right, okay. What, what, did you do shows for your parents? We just showed off a lot of the time. So I think my mum sort of went, well, look, let's put this energy anywhere away from me (laughs) right now. Um, And I sort of like got into dance, uh... And then from that... So did she, did she get you to go to dance yeah, classes? Yeah, well, like, it was actually just at school, like, at GCSE level. I sort of just... The school did it as an option for, like, one of the first oh, times in the year. I sort of just sort of jumped into it. And what was your favourite dance style? Um, contemporary. Oh. Yeah, it's quite like... But I also, like, I, flat shoes doing beautiful arm Yeah, movements. I saw myself as a street dancer as well. One of my final pieces was, like, contemporary. I mean, contemporary, you can't see this, but he's... But I am right kind of popping and locking... <laughs> Uh, one of my final dances was this sort of like contemporary ballet number and then I turned into like the robot and it was about like how the future's changing. It's really you deep. you do ballet? No, but I sort of oh. thought I could. I sort okay. of did like, I sort of did minimal sort of, sort of training. Did you do a little pointed toe? Yeah. Like, I'm down. Yeah. My turnout's fantastic. Great. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, and how it, did that, and the, how did the dancing and performing move then to sort of acting I got and drama? Tra- there was like... Um, it was all by accident. There was like sort of a minimal amount of boys uh, applying for the school musical, which at yeah. the time was Greece. Great. Uh, and I, as oh, I can't believe I'm discussing this, as I was dance captain. <gasps> yeah. Stop it. FYI. Dance captain. <laughs> uh, they were like, look, you have to, as a representative of the school, you have to audition. And I went, okay, look, on these terms, I'm not. I'll be one of the dancers, <laughs> but I won't play the part. I'm not doing any acting. And then I ended up getting Danny. Such a good part, though. Such a good, What a gift. But at the time, it was a curse. Uh, but it turned into a, an absolute sort of blessing. Did you have a quiff and a leather jacket? Yeah, I did. But I sort of did it as if I was John Travolta. I didn't do, like, the stage version. Like, <laughs> I literally, like, it was like clip art. I took everything that he did in the film and put it on stage. Like, even, Aww. you know, the turnaround, the famous turnaround with the cigarette. <laughs> I even did that, like, he did you have any- a cigarette? How old were you? It was one of the chalk sweet okay. ones. It's oh, fun, I love them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So did that? You did that show. You were Danny. And I got, did you I, love it? Yeah, I got and I, I totally got the bug for it. Uh, and then I sort of went away to college and did a, a national diploma sort of type thing. I love that you were Danny as your first role. That was my first role at school was Man Two at an all girls school. Man Two, <laughs> you're very versatile. That's great. You were like the lead part straight away. No but, wonder you loved it. But but, it, but that was out of like because they had no one else. <laughs> You know, but you didn't. You did a good job. We did. It was all right. The dance was awesome. The singing was uh, not so good. Oh, did you sing? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Check Big, you out. Yeah, well, but not very well. Do you want to give well. us a little? Uh, absolutely not. Uh, <laughs> he thanks, actually thanks said to me when he came into the studio, "I'm not going to sing." Yeah, we're not singing. <laughs> not singing at all. What What about if I do a bit of Sandy? Better shape up. It's just Cause not. I need a man. Headphones going down, <laughs> exiting. Who can keep me satisfied? <laughs> well, I can't. I, Go on, it, just one line. 
better give up. Better no, better shape. That's better Sandy's give up. I don't know. I can't. That is a the very words. different grace. What from is the, the words? One. Better shape up. I need a man. We're all singing it now. <sighs> we'll we'll practice. Okay. Cheers. Thanks. Song. Do you know what's really? My it. girlfriend's in Kinky Boots. She's musical theatre actress. Do you sing together at home? No. Well, I thought I was an all right singer. Um, but she asks me not to sing because it's offensive to her. <laughs> it does that. It does her head in that much, so I sort of have to wait. So she'll be creasing to this. My one, my husband asked me to do that as well, and he's not a singer. He just, <laughs> just doesn't offended. want me to sing. Yeah. So uh, so you did that show, and then you went off to college and stuff. And yeah. when were you like this could be a career? Um, I sort of just had this sort of blind drive. I sort of think and I went uh, so from college I sort of got the idea right you've got to go to drama school took a year out sort of um, save up just to sort of audition and pay for it mm. uh, and by that time you know doing loads of different roles at college I sort of I was like okay this is this is the career for me so I went to Royal Welsh College of Musical Drama uh, and I sort of went there with my jazz pumps and this idea of what an actor should be I'd read Stanislavski and sort of all these uh, Uta Hagen and Good stuff. Good acting references. Yeah, but I, you know, I had this, I had this idea. What's like, I had to be the serious actor, and then after a year and a half of good training, I was like, actually, I can just sort of be myself and go back to that, just that kid sort of showing off and enjoying it, and it was sort of like the best thing for me. So, what was your first role out of drama school, or your first what like proper first, thing? Do you think? Proper, what did I do? Did my Lee first Nelson. telly role. I did. I did. Um, White Van Man. Do you remember that? Yeah. Uh, Will Meller, Joel Fry, Naomi Bentley. That was quite a good one. I enjoyed that. Then popped up in Holby City. And then, of course, we did... Uh, Lee Nelson. Lee Nelson, which was... You were a regular. Check yeah, you out. I played like Demo, this <laughs> rude boy. I probably insulted everyone in London who's from the ends did this rubbish version. I mean, I was playing a very posh woman who was dressed as a chav and I was wearing... They put me in, like, you three were, bras. You were very funny. You were very funny. <laughs> but I was wearing three bras. Yeah. They put me the weirdest costume I've ever worn. I enjoyed to it. To date. <laughs> I, I mean, I had a lovely time, but I was like... I think that was my first it was cliche, TV. And I was like, wow. I'm wearing three bras and a gold skirt or something. You pulled it off. Thanks, babe. You should have stuck with it. Thank you. Um, so what do you think has been your favourite acting role today? Because you've oh, done so many different things. Yeah, I don't know. Because I came to see you in the, in a play as well about soldiers. Uh, oh, my goodness, yeah, Our Boys. Mm, yeah, that which was just great. That was really good fun. That was sort of my first, that was sort of my West End debut. That was... I mean, really, I didn't really see fun. the bottom one, which I'm sad about, but... No, you don't need to see that. <laughs> that's fine. I've got the poster. Yeah, exactly. That's all it was. In my bedroom, so yeah. that's fine. <laughs> anyway, what's, what's been your favourite? Um, or, like, most interesting? I mean, that Our Boys one was sort of really interesting because the character had such a big arc. He sort of went sort of, sort of from, like, a paraplegic, you know, mm. he was injured. And then towards the end of the show, he's walking off stage. So you've got, like, a huge sort of sort of tautological sort of reveal sort of like the character you know, that was quite because actually you've had amazing reviews on stage as well not only for that but like for My Night with Reg got amazing reviews Daily Telegraph said Lewis Reeves rings every ounce of bittersweet hilarity from this excruciating sofa band exchange wow that sounds wow. sexual 
<laughs> Five star reviews. It was great. It was a great, and it was such an ensemble piece that as well. Everyone did great, and Johnny Broadbent, I think, just picked up an award for it. Um, uh, and that, that was such a privilege to work on that show. It was really special as well because Kevin Elliott he passed away um, a year, uh, a year, uh, a week before we even started rehearsals. Wow. So it made it like you know, really quite special and profound mm. felt. So I'd probably say maybe that one because of that. there was this whole sort of everyone got behind it mm. um, uh, and it felt special very... Special feel. Yeah, yeah, and it was sort of in our lives for about a year, year and a half because it was at the Dunbar and then it transferred to the West End. So it gave it a sort of a different energy and everyone was doing it for uh, a sort of like a special reason, for Kevin really. It became like a festival of sort of him and his work. Oh, I've got so many more questions. Very okay. quickly, which is your favourite stage or screen? Whatever one I'm not doing at the time. So, so if I'm doing TV, <laughs> I want to be doing stage. I'm moaning about doing it. And then if I'm doing stage, I want to be doing TV. So what about right now? I want to get back. I want to do something theatre now. Theatre? Uh, yeah, I've got the bug. I want to do it. I haven't done it something for about a year, so I'm, like, I'm itching to get back at it. Plug. <sighs> Plug, cast me, cast me, please. <laughs> if anyone could put him in a play. Yeah. Maybe you could get a different part of your body out this time. Sure. Nice elbow. Yeah, why not? You're listening to Baines Plus One with Samantha Baines on Hoxton Radio. It's time for the news headlines with Lewis Reeves. Happy holidays in 2017. I feel the Lord inside... I feel like a right tea wit. Beavers all over the news. And the best boss award goes to. Those are the headlines. I liked your newsy voice. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, I went really professional. I was like, ah, oh, don't muck this up. Do a good job. So I did a good job. Yeah, very good. Thanks very um, much. So the, this is the alternative news, obviously. Uh, first up, we've got happy holidays in 2017. If you're one of those super organised people who likes to get their holidays sorted early, or if you just can't wait for your next getaway, then you could do worse than targeting next Easter. Apparently, thanks to a perfect alignment of bank holidays, you could actually get 18 days off work in a row for just nine days holiday. It's as if the gods want us to take time off. So to take advantage of this, you need to book your holiday from the 18th to the 28th of April. And the rest of the time off will just come off automatically because Good Friday is on the 14th, Easter Monday on the 17th, May back holiday on May the 1st. So you get an automatic day off. It's very nice. I'm giving you top tips for holidays. Lewis, are you going to book right now? Who works these things out? I mean, very clever people. Who who actually goes through this? At the this? Metro. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like that just... Well, it doesn't really affect me because I spend most of my time as an unemployed actor. Yeah. I think sitting around people, anyway. <laughs> for people with, like, real jobs for, where they have responsibilities. to book their holidays off and they only get a certain amount of days a year, this must be, like, it's amazing gold news. dust, right? That's yeah, good. because 18 days for the price of nine. I literally. like. Great. That's good math. Let's, although it means, surely, that, that time scale. Yeah of holiday is going to be, you know, from the 18th to 28th is going to be super expensive because everyone's going to want to go That's there. very true. And if it clashes with other people trying to get it off, it might be... Yeah, so get in now. Get in now. If get, you're listening, if you are at work and you're yeah. listening, email your boss right now and say, I want the 18th to the 28th of April off, yeah. please. I'm going on holiday. And then work about 
I'm booking it later. Yeah. Next up, I feel the Lord inside. Oh, my goodness. This is ridiculous. This is awful. A bishop claims to make, to be able to make men's penises larger by massaging their groins with his hands. So this is a Ghanaian preacher called Daniel Obinum. He's been filmed performing this ritual, in inverted commas, where he moves around a full room of men and grabs each of them by the crotch. In some cases, he'll even take hold of their actual members and give them a little shake. Mm, It sounds like it works. Graciously, he also offers to massage women's breasts in order to enlarge them too. That's nice, man. This is a scene broadcast on his own channel, Obinum TV, in case you want to check it out. And the bishop says, if you do not like the look of any part of your body, come to me. What do you want that I can't offer? If you want big buttocks, I can do it for you. If you want big breasts, I can help. If you have a small manhood, I can change them all when I come to the spiritual realm. And calm is spelled normally. Um, <laughs> what do you think of this, Lewis Reeves? Would you pop along? Does he do this on TV? On his own channel, which presumably is on YouTube. Oh, okay, right, yeah. I was just thinking, like, how can you televise that? But surely that's awful. He's, I mean, he's now facing charges over the incident, thank God. And he's doing Excuse no favours. Excuse the pun. Yeah, he's doing no favours for the church, is he? No. Really, he's not. And the history of the exactly, church. Exactly, yeah, he's not really uh, helping out there. But also, if you were doing this and getting away with it, you wouldn't film it and put it on the internet for anyone to watch and then arrest you for. Or you're, hi- you're hiding in plain sight. Maybe it's Although Maybe it, it's brilliant. It is kind of... It's weird, isn't it? Because obviously you're not meant to grab people sexually <laughs> without their consent but yeah. they are kind of consenting yeah but he's taking advantage of his position of power as the bishop and saying that it's part of some religious thing I want to know I mean what, 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 does it work? I, I want to know if it works yeah. basically and uh, if he can help me <laughs> really okay well, uh, well, we'll maybe try bigger and put buttocks. you in touch maybe yeah, I'll get her I think I, they I were like... in the poster they were fine okay thanks I feel like a right tea wit this is what I've written my poem on this week so obviously us Brits have a reputation for loving a cup of tea um, and, and we have a bit of passion for tea but lots of people understand that the UK isn't an ideal tea growing environment very little is grown here and mostly we get it from somewhere else before we blend it so one man was determined to hold Yorkshire tea in account for reasons confusing to everyone so but instead of just ignore the man on Twitter Yorkshire tea decided to take him on and beat his argument into submission and they were so good the man later apologised so it all began when this guy said Hey, Yorkshire tea, can you tell me which part of Great Yorkshire you actually grow your tea leaves in that are used in Yorkshire tea? And they said, yeah, of course, we grow it in our massive hydroponic tea plantation two miles beneath the surface of Dewsbury, which, of course, is sarcastic. <laughs> and he then, it was great. If you look at, you could look at it, it's on Metro. You, <laughs> he, like, brought up their their mission statement on their website and said why are you lying to us and they were like well obviously people know that we don't grow it in Yorkshire we, but we've blend you know we blend it we've come up with everything here and we're based here and we package it here and so they have this little argument back and forth and then they offer him a cup of tea right. to send him some tea and then he sort of calms down and apologises it's great donut I mean you are from the north what I do am- you think of Yorkshire tea 
Well, I am a, I'm a Yorkshire gold man. So, which is like the pricey version, like the oh, high end So we can, Stop I'm, it. I'm a little bit posh. Is that grown in Yorkshire? Um, <laughs> yes, two miles below the surface. Oh, it's yeah. such a big... Yeah. Um, <laughs> what? He, he just wanted a free brew. That's a proper Yorkshireman, isn't it? Yeah. He woke up on the wrong side of the bed, thought, right, I'm going to have a real moan about this. And he went, come on, sit down. We'll give you a cup. And he went, all oh, right, sorry. Yeah, I was, <laughs> yeah. A bit, I was a bit silly. Sorry about that. Yeah, what a donut. I've calmed down now. Sit down, shut up, drink your tea. <laughs> Beavers all over the news. Uh, sometimes newsreaders give you a lovely reminder that they're human too. Three presenters couldn't keep a straight face when reporting on beavers <clears throat> for NBC affiliate station KJRH in Tulsa in Oklahoma this week. So the story was very innocent. A beaver had vandalised a shop that was selling Christmas trees. But the anchor, Daniel Wynn, took the story a little bit into the gutter when he commented that the beavers were more cute and cuddly than the ones he'd seen. (laughs) The beavers I've seen are bigger and they don't look as friendly, he said. I don't know, maybe I've seen my beavers in the wrong place. His co-host Tanya Wright couldn't hold back her laughter and the two of them could be heard giggling even through the weather. Have you ever ever got this? Have you ever got the giggles? Oh yeah, it's the the best, isn't it? And it's always... It's always the best like when you know you're not allowed to yes it just makes it ten times funnier doesn't it I love Phil and Holly Willoughby on this morning always yeah they crack up all the time don't they I was have you ever got the giggles on set I have uh, but it doesn't because inside in your deep deep mind you're going oh my god this is actually quite a high pressure situation the director's (laughs) not laughing yeah even though I'm finding it funny and that sort of that nervous energy even makes it more worse sort of thing do you know what I mean yeah um, I was um, I was recently filming a new comedy sh- sketch show for Four Music called Pop Sludge, which right. should be out in a few weeks. And Plug. thank you. Yeah. And <laughs> it was because it was comedy, like yeah. it was all funny. But we just got stuck on this one line, and we were in hysterics. And every time we went to do it, I I was like, keep a straight face. And I said to the other girl in the scene with me, let's not look each other in the eye. Let's look at each other's shoulders, which is fine. Um, But then she, but then we kept looking at each other and I held it and then she'd just do a twitch of her mouth and we'd both burst out laughing. She had to go out of the room and go for a walk. Calm down. And we had to then film a different bit of the scene and come back to that line because it was so hard to do. That's terrible. That is terrible. It's always always bad as well if you're creasing up and it's on their shot. Yes. It It was on my shot and she was laughing, yeah. Oh, my God. I hope you don't talk to her anymore. I've cut her out. Yeah, good. No, I I understand it's difficult. I am hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) And finally, and the Best Boss Award goes to... This sounds amazing. Run. So... If you hate your job, your boss, or your life in general, then you might not want to listen to this because you might be a bit jealous. The best boss in the world, we've decided, has just forked out £392,000 to take all of his 100 employees on an all-inclusive five-star holiday to the Maldives. And he did it just to say thanks. This is Evolve Mix Martial Arts founder and chairman... Yatri, he decided that his 100 staff members could do with a little bit of paradise after his company thought saw a 30% year-on-year growth. Uh, and it's not even the first time he's done this. Apparently, he's also taken them to destinations as Bali, Krabi, that's where I'm going on honeymoon, Kolak, uh, Indonesia. Who's Krabi? It's in Thailand. It's like an island off okay, Thailand. Cool. It's really nice. 
Um, and he says, these rewards are a small token of my heartfelt gratitude to all the phenomenal rock stars at Evolve MMA. Every year I take the entire team on an all-expenses-paid trip to a five-star luxury resort at a surprise destination. Many of my staff would love to travel the world but do not have the means to do so. <gasps> Oh, and then he said, for them, Evolve is the greatest opportunity to escape poverty and to achieve the life of their dreams because many of his team come from humble backgrounds or tragedy and adversity. They, the best deserve the best. It's only fair. I love him. Can I'm, we all I'm, I'm not buying it. There? I'm not buying <laughs> it. Why? He's too he nice. He sounds guilty. He What's he done? He sounds like Bishop Daniel. Okay. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? That's it, a what, big accusation. Yeah, I'm not, no, I'm not saying <laughs> He anything. hasn't done that. We're not saying that he's um, done that. But he sounds too squeaky clean. Like, oh, I'll just, I'll, I'll take everyone. I'm so nice. Yeah. I'm not buying it. What have you been up to, mate? Do you think he's fiddling the books? He's doing summer. No one does that. <laughs> he's, he's got, he's, he's guilty. I love you. You're like Scrooge. Yeah. Christmas spirit. <laughs> no, sorry. Sorry, mate. If you really love, I'm sure you're a lovely geezer. But I mean, I think you're great. And if you'd like me to join you and your team in the Maldives, then that would be fine. I, kn- I know he probably listens to the show. Yeah. <laughs> just keep an eye out. I'm just saying. Okay. Poem of the week. It's Baines Plus One on Hoxton Radio with me, Samantha Baines, and... Lewis Reeves, hey! We're currently live on Hoxton Radio, and we're also live on Facebook Live. Here we are. If you want to check it out, go to facebook.com forward slash Samantha Baines, and you can see what we look like and see us talking on the radio. Because now it is time for Poem of the Week, and I thought to add extra pressure to Lewis's poem, even though he told me he's never written a poem before, (laughs) I thought we'd put it live on Facebook as well as the radio. Thanks for that. No worries. Cheers, mate. Do you, do you want to go first? <laughs> okay. Come on, let's right. hear your poem. Does it have a title? Yeah, I've called it 2016. Okay. Is it a, is it a rap, roundup of the year? Kind of, yeah. Well, I try. I, I was really struggling when you asked uh, for us to write this poem. <laughs> you did send me a, a poo emoticon. Yeah, because that's literally the first thing I did. Okay. Um, <laughs> and this is literally the first thing that sort of came out. Um, and uh, I just sort of went with it. The poo emoticon it. or the poem? Not the poo. Okay. The poem. Strong. Um, and it sort of ended up being, because this year's sort of been a bit of a weird one, hasn't it? Yeah. So like, there's been sort of like quite big sort of historical changes and we've lost quite a lot of cool people. Um, okay. So this is what sort of just fell out. So here we go. Oh this is God. Lewis so Reeves. <laughs> this is Lewis Reeves and his poem of the week. 2016. Oh, what a year it's been. Some of the things we've heard and read have quite honestly been obscene. North Korea begins the year by launching a rocket into space. With Trump in charge and Korea all armed, I'll try and keep a smile upon my face. Here in the UK, our politicians don't seem to have a clue. In or out or out or in. Cameron? Oh, I don't know. It's all up to you. Give the people a referendum to show that we respect them. Boris stood up, Cameron stepped down, triggering more unwanted Tory attention. Why couldn't their parents on their respective fruitful nights just have worn some contraception? Great Britain now heading for a European exit, Farage entwined with Boris, leading us in this glorious thing called Brexit. Oh, no, wait, they've both on victory just resigned, leaving us with a pat on the back and a, um, I'm sure you'll all be just fine. Wow, did my head just take a bump? What an absolute incredible mess of a month. Oh, and um, let's not forget old dear old Jeremy Hunt. 
But I shall shunt and be not so blunt to go for the obvious rhyme, though I did think of having a punt. With a few swipes of his pen, he tears the NHS to bits, and Branson swooping in on private virgin planes, I don't think Shakespeare could write these scripts. Then there's the people we've lost, who truly deserve our contemplation. The ones we look to have changed generations with their inspiration. A star man left, taking with him a prince and other stars to the sky. Alan Rickman, Victoria Wood, Johan Cruyff, Ronnie Corbett, to mention a few, this year really blows my mind. So yes, this year may have seemed a little tough and obscene, and we all may feel somewhat let down by 2016. But then I remember, though, that lot... uh, Sorry, but that though a lot has changed, a lot still remains the same. We all have the power, we must trust each other, not run out of steam. So I, for one, will keep the faith and look forward, not back to 2017. Yay! (sighs) That was amazing. Oh, my God. I'm well impressed. Was the Facebook Live population impressed too? Did we get some hearts? Yeah, probably. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Sorry about stumbling. You... I mean, it's fine. You had no rehearsal. Thank you. You were very actor, though. You acted it, you know, delivered it beautifully. I had characters, yeah. Um, You were asking me off air if anyone has done a poem and really impressed me. That really impressed me. Really? Considering you were like, send me a poem emoticon and was like, I've never written a poem. That is my first ever poem. So I'm kind of <gasps> Can I put it on my to... blog? Absolutely. Yeah, we it's can yours. publish it. and Take it. Um, Run with it. See if people like it. I'm sure they will. Let's do it. Okay, my poem is of a very different ilk. <laughs> it's about tea. <laughs> so oh, this nice. is about the debacle uh, that happens on Twitter with Yorkshire Tea and this man. So uh, it also rhymes. Nice. Because <laughs> we love a rhyme. Yeah. Yeah. At Hoxton Radio. So here we go. It's called Tea Total. Brilliant. Yorkshire Tea wins Twitter. A man was being an arse on Twitter to Yorkshire Tea. They told him it was grown underground in Dukesbury. He seemed to be troubled about the origin of the leaves, imagining Yorkshire Tea to be thieves of the good name of Yorkshire and the North. So YT eloquently told him to piss off. And reminded this angry young chap that whilst England, whilst in England we drink tea on tap, we don't grow it here because of the weather. Tea leaves don't pop up in patches of heather. And whilst it's grown elsewhere, saying it's of Yorkshire is still fair, as that's where they honed the blend and make the packaging. So they would not bend on the fact that it's proper northern stock. He was stuck between a hard place and a rock. So they offered to send him a cuppa and his trolling trolling they did scupper he even said sorry in the end and that is good social media my friend i bet he normally shoves silly milky tea in his mouth and he's probably from the south that's my poem oh brilliant i like that shush yours is better no i love yours yours is about something proper like tea. Tea. <laughs> tea. <laughs> it was it was in your honour because you're from Thank Doncaster you very much. And Appreciate it's it. northern. Thank you. And and then I said he's probably from the south and I'm from the south, so I feel <laughs> a bit like a hypocrite, but I, I do like tea and I like I like the north. Nice. A lot of my family from the north and they're like really friendly people. They are. They, they say are. hello. And they stuff. drink a lot of tea. <laughs> yeah, they you say of hello. Yorkshire tea. Yeah. Although apparently you drink gold. 
Yorkshire Gold, the same brand. It's just. Is it the same brand? Okay. So we're not offending anyone. Absolutely not. Great. Um, We've still got Lewis Reeves in the studio. We're going to have a little, a few more chats. If you have any burning questions and you haven't asked them yet, you can comment on our Facebook Live video on Facebook, or you can tweet me at Samantha Baines, B-A-I-N-E-S, and I'll try and ask him them. Can we have no more questions about why he? why he was horrible to Alex in the oh. FIFA game because I've been asked that a few times and we've decided that you well, you weren't that mean and, and your role is a baddie anyway so and it's I've, fine and I've said sorry and he said sorry, said sorry. so uh, if you have any other questions <laughs> then please let us know that was Poem of the Week on Hoxton Radio Poem of the Week Baines plus one you are listening to Hoxton Radio with me, Samantha Baines, on Baines Plus One. My brilliant guest, Lewis Reeves, has been with us. Hey. He's still here. Just. We've given him a lot of tea, don't worry. Yeah. I don't know if it's Yorkshire tea, I'm sorry. It was a nice brew. <laughs> it was a well, good brew. Well, it, was, it was nice. Thanks, producer Kieran. Um, so, we've still got lots to talk about, and we have had some extra questions for you. So, mm-hmm. I love the names of the people that ask you questions. This is from Wolfman. Ah, oh, the Wolfster. <laughs> the Wolfster. This yeah. is another FIFA-related one. Okay, of course. How did it feel to be Gareth Walker? Hmm. I lo- I loved it. I mean, the the uh, the whole thing was totally new to me. Like doing motion capture, I mm. went like doing it EA Studios and stuff like that. That was like a totally different craft, totally away from um, stage and TV. So that experience was brilliant. Because how does it work? Do you, you have little like balls? Yeah, stuck you're in on like, you. these, sort of, like these, yeah, <laughs> these huge, these huge suits, and you're covered in balls. Yeah, uh, and you have like a little head cam on, and then, uh, as you know, sort of filming TV, you might have one or two cameras, and we'll set up one way, and then we'll set up another, and then we'll go for a you know, wider shot or whatever. Whereas with motion capture, you're sort of in like a sort of like almost a stage setup, mm. but like about five hundred. 30 odd cameras oh my in gosh. the round which are like like scanning your body the whole time and everything that you're doing they can use it then in the game so it's really cool were you like little boy showing off Lewis in it was front of a, his parents it was very cool loves the 500 cameras and and FIFA are very like locked down and when you can say stuff and when you can tweet stuff and I wanted to tell everyone like straight away and mm. I had to sit on it for like a year before oh, I could no. do anything just like just being like really like mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. hate the secret yeah so what are you up to at the moment mm, nothing <laughs> so what was it like to play someone evil as well yeah it's great fun and, and how does that work with motion capture did you do different things with your body um, not not particularly but what was quite funny like if they didn't like something because it's motion capture and it's a computer game so you're basically offering them what you bring to a character like as an actor like this is what I can do but for example if they don't like what you're doing they could just CGI it out like say if you leaned across or grabbed someone and they thought oh that's a bit naff they just take your arm off and sit you back down (laughs) but you you know what I mean it doesn't doesn't really matter they can manipulate you yeah so they can make your performance better or worse (laughs) how they determine it that's quite scary it's quite scary because you sort of just have to let it go and know that hope that they sort of know best or whatever because you, you've done, so motion capture, we've talked about stage as well, and obviously TV, and you were in Misfits. Yeah, many you? moons ago. And did you have a shaved head in it? Yeah, that's right. Very different look. Well, I, 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 they had to bick it. 
So I literally What does started, that mean? So shaving it like with a razor. Yeah. So like, so my character was a bit of a baddie in that. He pretended that Great. he had um, uh, cancer in order to get closer to someone else. Which is a really bad thing to do. It's pretty sort of morally inept yes. type of person. Um, but the funny thing about that was um, I'd just been on holiday uh, and so I'd got a lovely tan, if I do say so myself. Um, but by the time when it came to shaving off my hair, it meant that my scalp had never seen sunlight before, so it was completely <laughs> white. Uh, so you had like a white hair? Yeah, yeah. So it, was, it looked like I was wearing a shower cap. <laughs> Uh, and I spent, I'm not even joking, probably about 50 minutes in makeup just colouring in my head. Oh. And I couldn't like... So it would match your face? So it would match my face. <laughs> it was it was quite ridiculous. And I couldn't, you, you start to realise how heavy your head is. Like, oh. I couldn't like lean it on a wall or anything because then there'd be a big makeup sort of stain on it. Um, <laughs> so it was slightly ridiculous. And I shot we shot that for about two weeks and it was like, oh my God, I had to... I understand what women go through now. With hair and makeup, yeah, you know so how we're in there for a while. You guys are in there for a, a long, long time. So I, I respect. <laughs> oh, thanks, you. babe. I respect. Obviously, you. I don't need. To, I could just be in there for five minutes. Of course, yeah, yeah. Come out looking. She's like done. This. Get her on set. Um, I don't even need to put anything on her face. <laughs> um, no, it's several hours. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> even though I never look nice in anything I do. No. Even in the crown, when I'm like ill and coughing everywhere, I was still in makeup for like an hour. <laughs> Covering me in sweat and like colouring in my cold sore, which is delicious. <laughs> um, so you also played a soldier in our world war, mm. and obviously Unforgotten, which is coming. So that's we haven't got a release date as such yet, but ITV will be. I think we're releasing it in the new year. So we did the first season uh, Unforgotten, which got Nicola Walker and Sajid Pascal, and then mm. we had sort of um, guest actors on it, and Tom Courtney won the. BAFTA for it. Um, and it, it was like a detective-y... Yeah, whodunit. It was so funny, actually, because I was watching it and I didn't know you were in it. And I'd watched your scenes and I did not twig. And then all of a sudden, I was, you did one thing and I was like, oh my God, that's Lewis. That's Damo. <laughs> What's that room? <laughs> Damo from... He shouldn't be a detective. Lee What's he doing? Because you're very... Calm in it. You're a yeah. normal human being. And I'm a normal I've person in that. Worked with you when you're not a yeah. normal human being. <laughs> Nicely put. Nicely put. But that was brilliant and so popular as well. ITV drama. Yeah, it was. It was good fun, and I sort of have a bit of a smaller role in that. But you know, there's so many amazing actors in that. Mm. It's, sort of, it's just a privilege to be sharing sort of the. the so that's the lens series with them. two coming out soon. Yeah. So there's another case to be solved. And now, so our World War, you played mm. a soldier. And in the the stage play we talked about earlier, you played a soldier as well. Yeah. Is that, is, is it an area of interest for you? Like the wars and... I like anything boys with toys. Like anything that's really... Soldiers. Yeah, guns. soldiers. Getting involved, mucking about, playing, like doing something sport. Anything sort of physical I love. Although saying that, I remember we did like for our World War, we did a um, sort of a training camp type thing for like a couple of days really yeah and there were like there was as proper, preparation yeah like and there were proper military people on there there was like these sniper marines these guys who were made us you you were very aware we were actors <laughs> these guys looked proper they looked very scary uh, and I remember being like oh this is brilliant you got your gun and we're in the trench after and then after about an hour and a half I was like oh no it's it's a bit wet <laughs> Um, I'm kind of tired and this 
gun's really heavy. Like my wrists are aching. <laughs> really? I just, I just want a cup of tea and a bacon butty. Um, my wrists are aching yeah, from the gun. So Can I, someone hold my gun, please? A pathetic actor. I, I can't do this anymore. Sorry. <laughs> it's too much. I quit. Uh, so I say I love it, but um, maybe no more training camps. And when you were filming, did you kind of have that experience? Was it like, did they create oh my God, yeah. trenches and yeah. were the explosions real or were they added in afterwards? There was visual effects as well, but there was, um, there was stuff on site as well. And I actually ran through an explosion. Yeah. I got a, like, a bit of bracken in my eye, underneath my eyelid. What, actually, really? Yeah, because basically they chalk out the, um, the run. We, like, we're sort of running into sort of fire mm. and everything's blowing up alongside you. And they give you, they go through it like, like ten times, like, okay, guys, this is your track. This is what you run. And then you as, didn't really as soon the track, as the, the first explosion went off, I was so excited. <laughs> I was like, "This is brilliant! Someone's paying me to do this. I can't believe it!" And I ran straight through uh, one of the explosions that went off. It looked brilliant. It made the, the it, it made the I cut. I was going to say that must have been a great shot. Um, but like the rest of the sort of um, so you got bracken in what like a piece of plant? Yeah. A bit, a little bit of wood. Okay. So it could have oh. been really bad. Yeah, it could have. And I, I always say it was like really big, but it was, it was tiny. Yes. And I'm like, I just start to get like some like but saline solution. in. It could have been really. Oh, what? Bad. So they? You had to wash it Were they it all annoyed out. with you? How did you feel? Yeah, like the special effects guys were like, "That boy's an idiot," <laughs> um, but I looked really cool. So <laughs> the director was secretly like, oh, "That was that great. was awesome." He's like, "I don't care that his face has been blown off. We've got the shot." <laughs> Um, but yeah, I loved it. It was good fun. It is so funny though on set because people do tell you the same thing a million times. But when you've got the adrenaline of like you're in the scene and you're doing it, yeah. it kind of goes out the window because you're doing the acting. Out the window, yeah, totally out the window. And you sort of you just kind of go in. Oh, this is brilliant. I've got a gun. I've got to run across a field and there's explosions and stuff. Like that is fun. Um, so when the, the health and safety guy's gone, you're like, there's a mo- like sort of a moment before action. You're like. Oh no, what am I doing? <laughs> and then they go, action. Action, you and you're like, and you run through stuff. Okay, I'll give it a go. <laughs> yeah, why not? Um, so what's the dream for you? You've done so much. What would you love to do in the future? Where would you love to be? Oh, I, I, sort of, I don't really know. I mean, maybe ideally, I think American TV is so good. Mm. A lot of the stuff that we're getting over is, is so brilliant. And it's sort of almost nicer than film because you get... The characters and sort of they have more depth to them. And yeah, and you, comedy or serious? Well, you don't a mind. Bit of both. I'm so it's been so varied. I'm I'm just happy going with that. I've not really worked out my casting bracket yet in America. Yeah. Oh, in in, in any sort of role, I sort of don't really Soldiers know. Soldiers under yeah. Yeah, evil. It's all it's all good. An evil best friend. Evil best friend's good. In the war. In the war. That's your casting bracket. He gets his bum out. Yes, always the bum. Let's do that. Hashtag bum game. Yeah. Um, Lewis Reeves, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you so much for having me. Um, where can people find you on the social medias? Uh, I'm at Lewis Reeves one on Twitter. So that's where you can stay in tune with all my stuff. And you can like Google him and watch all his shows. Crazy Head's out now. Yeah, Unforgotten's yeah. coming out soon. Yes. Keep an eye on this fella and his derriere. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. I'll be back next Thursday, 12 till 2 on Hoxton Radio with another brilliant guest from the world of comedy and or telly. Baines plus one.
Thanks for listening to Baines Plus One with me, Samantha Baines. The show is originally recorded on Hoxton Radio and the podcast is sponsored by Penguin in the Room, award-winning marketing for the arts. Go to www.penguinintheroom.com for more info. Don't forget you can follow me on social medias at Samantha Baines, B-A-I-N-E-S on Twitter and Instagram and facebook.com forward slash Samantha Baines on Facebook. Please subscribe and leave us a nice review.